you rang. Shut up. That's not how we're starting. You tell me how we start then. It's all up to you. I would like to start by saying three words of contrition, Paul. Three simple words of contrition, okay? Take it away, Mr. Silverman. Zinc, motorcade. I'll try again. Hang on. Let's <laughs> do that. This post. I like it. I like the way the chair raises up. I'm coming towards the camera now. Here I am. Hello. It's not a camera, though, is it, Paul? Oh, wank. Start again. <laughs> Eli. Yes. I'm all laid back in the chair. It goes back. And wait, if I adjust my weight. Oh, I've got fuck out. I can't fucking. I <laughs> got. Hey, it relaxes me into the position for the microphone to talk into. Thus, my voice recordeth. Paul, do you have out of interest, Eli? Just three words of contrition. <laughs> I do I? <laughs> yeah, do you? It's funny you should say that because I have three simple words of contrition. Three simple words of contrition. And I hope these. Uh, uh, you know. I hope they count for something. I hope they count for something. Eli, no, give us your They're three my words. words, though, Paul, so stop trying to... I'm not going to take your words. Why are you nicking my words? I'm not, I'm just giving You're you... You're fucking the... always nicking my words, you know that. When are we were doing the bit where Squishy Jim fucking proposes to let Madam Lady Plops, yeah? And I go, will you make me... My line was meant to be, will you be, be Mrs. Jim? And I paused, because it's drama, I paused slightly, and you jumped right in to nick my line, because you like the line. No, here's why. It's there on the tape, Paul. No. It's there on the flipping tape. First of all, there was no script for this show, so there was we no line it. for us we to discussed it. We discussed that line. Second you of all. You stole that line from second me. Second of all, because I'm you've fine. been so low energy the whole fucking second act, and burning out before things even really got started, and just being utterly unprofessional and shit towards the end, <laughs> no, that, that I just thought you'd forgotten, or you were just being too lackadaisical. Either way, I thought I'd speed the thing up. The pause was a I micro... It's called drama. It's, it's called. Not, dr- there's it's no called, time for drama called, in the cut and thrust of comedy. It's called... Performance, Paul. It's called acting. It's you called don't portraying. know fucking shit about acting. I'm going to say it. You think of yourself as an actor because you have acted, but you are not an actor. You haven't got enough miles on the clock to be considered That's an actor. True. You I, are. You don't I have, have done the discipline. plenty of acting. You don't listen to people on stage. You're wrapped up in yourself the whole That's time. That's not true you at all. You have no self-awareness. I'm, not, I'm, I'm leaving. That's it. I will not be called a bad actor by you. You, I'm allowed. You line-stealing cunts. I'm not lying. There's no lines to steal. It was an improvised show, you fucking nest-faced cunt. You've been all nice to me today, right? You're the one and kicking then, off and now. And then we fucking start a fucking show, and suddenly I'm a bad actor who doesn't listen on stage. I won't have it. I will not have it. What's coming up on the show then today, Paul? I thought you were doing three words of contrition. Right, do you want to hear my... F- before you nick them from me... Does anyone want to hear my three words of contrition? I'm angry with you. Right. Do you know what the third one is now? You remember it? Yes. Do you, though? I've got it in my mind. So you've got zinc, you've got motorcade, and what's the third you one? You can't! Don't fucking nick it! You can't remember it, that's why. Vaporwave. That's my third word of fucking contrition. And that's our cold open. Oh, God, the worst ever. I hate you and your fucking noodle posse. just a fact of Cheap Show you're going to have to learn to fucking accept. Cheap Show. Off-brand brand, off-brand brand, off. Cheap, 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 cheap. Cheap Show. It's the price of shite. Paul Gannon. 
by Silverman. Welcome to Cheap Show. And a go and I nuzzle. Welcome to Cheap Show, the economy comedy podcast where me and my co-host go through the bargains, the charity shops and poundlands of Great Britain. And we bring you, or we try to, bring you the treasure we find amongst the trash. And I'm Paul Gannon and my co-host is... That's me, Eli Silverman, the co-host of this show. And we're thrilled, absolutely thrilled to be bringing you the content this week that we've found out and about in the great British country uh, side. And Eli, step in. Brain not working. <laughs> Sentence stop. Brain working, not working. Yeah. I could just do something. I was thinking maybe something along the lines of we go out, we scrimmage, we scrubbage, we scramble, we we get in the undergrowth and we gustle around in the cultural undergrowth. Here it is. What's this? Oh, it's an old discarded object. It's... <laughs> oh, I think Paul's falling asleep. Paul... Paul. I'm asleep, Eli. Oh, Paul. Oh, what if someone were to touch my winky while I was sleeping? Oh. Oh. I'm having a... <laughs> <laughs> we got nothing. We got nothing this week. Wow. Sorry, guys. We've got nothing this week. Paul's really derailed me by saying he's a bad... I'm a bad actor. That's all right. I've been saying it for years. I know. This is not new. Just trying to get a rise out of me, weren't you? Yeah. Oh. It worked. Anyway, hello, welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm feeling laid back today. Uh, it's because of that fucking chair. I love this chair. It's bad for you. I just want to do this. Oh, laid back. Stop doing that. We're lay trying to back. do a podcast. I can't. It's too comfortable, Eli. Come on, come and raise yourself. we <laughs> <laughs> oh. and when are? Lady Plops and Squishy Jim going to tie the knot? Well, I spoke to Lady Plops on the phone last week, funny enough, mm. and she was saying they haven't got a date yet, but it'll be summer next year, they think. So they reckon they're going to do it. There's going to be a big wedding. There's going also. Is it poo themed? Because that's their thing. I don't know. I don't. I. I. I, Perhaps I don't they're going to tie the knot at two twenty-two. Number two. At number two in two twenty-two. Perhaps it'll be two two themed because two's a poo's pool. Two's having a scrimmage. Oh, it was going so well. Sometimes you start a sentence and I'm invested, and then it just all goes bingy bongy bam bam, doesn't it? At the so, end of your sentence, just to be so clear, what's the point of you? I don't know. What is the point of me, Paul? Well, shall we get into it? No, I don't want to get into it. I'm a good actor. I know that much. Yeah, and I had I did a lot of acting before. And mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. I have actually. Um, and also there was that fucking review that we got in Chortle. What are we talking about now? How good I am at acting. No one reviewed your <laughs> acting on Chortle. They bloody did. The first review we got, the first Edinburgh we did with Rogue's Handbook. Yeah. It contained the line, and I clearly remember this. Of course you did, Eli you invented Silver- it in your head. Eli Silverman appears to be the only one who can act. That's not the sentence. It. What? How much do you want to fucking bet? None. We do a fucking we do a fucking web search for hey, it. The last thing I want to do right now is read an old fucking review of a sketch show we did 15 years ago. I know, I don't. Come on, depressing as t- fuck. Should we start this whole episode again? Yeah, and what's great is as well, if you were such a good actor by then with such hope and promise, think about the time of distance between that article and now and what you've done in that time, I, which is a big fat zero. I wrote and performed in an award-winning short film, Paul. Did you? You might have heard of it. I, I don't remember it Clanker at all. Clanker Man, it's yeah. called. Yeah. Well, I'm making a sequel to that oh, called yeah? Clanker Man 2. Judgment clank, <laughs> right? It's about uh, a clanker man sent from the future. I'm liking this idea. I'm not, it's, <laughs> it's not mocking me. A, a, I'm not actually a, a clanker man's been sent from the future Fucking to go great. back in time and uh, find out these missing sounds that they need in the future oh, yeah? to bring calm. 
So like, there's a sound like you know, like the whales in like Star Trek Four. It's like, but there's no whales anymore, so they have to go back in time and get whales. It's like he has to go back in time and get like fine sounds, like like a, a glove to put on a railing or 20th something. century sounds. something like that. Yeah, I'm liking what you hear. I'm hearing yeah, yeah, yeah. about this, Paul. Can I just ask one thing? Love interests. Well, this is interesting. This love is where, interest. This is where I'm spicing it up. Right, because the love interest is also the villain. Can I, do you mind if I just touch yourself? As you describe, yeah, go for it. Here we who go. are you getting? Who so, are you getting to be my fuck, fuck buddy on the? Now, I'm, my heart, my heart says Miriam Margulies for the role, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> but I know for a fact Maureen Lippman's Lippman. Lippman. for work. Yes, fucking Lippman. So Maureen Lippman, I'm going to Sarah cast, Green Lippman or no? That's for my film. <laughs> you fucking leave Sarah Green alone. That's my film when I make Ghost Watch Two. Oh, Ghost Watch Two. Yeah, where I the glory in, hole. Yeah, where I go, where I go into the glory hole. Return to, to the glory hole. That's to, what it should be called. To save Sarah Green from the void. If your listeners don't know what we're talking about, I don't give a fuck, mate. This is our thing. Ghost Watch was a very famous. We've talked about Ghost Watch. Like, Maybe aware of Ghost Watch work, but we went to see it at the BFI, didn't we? And it was very enjoyable and a brilliant night, but we didn't. No one in the audience remembers that there is an actual glory hole, as in the non-porn meaning of that. Yes, it's just a glory hole. Because back in ninety what ninety three, whatever that thing came out, it was like the glory hole. It was like, oh, it's an unsettling, spooky place. You know, I can get why. Well, it was you like were... a, it's like a cubby hole underneath the stairs. Right? Yeah, is that right? That's yeah. where pipes that... was found dead uh, with all the cats eating. So that was stuff. the original definition of glory hole was just a, no, a small it, No it wasn't. I mean I don't know. Well but... why is it in that script then for because Ghostwatch? It, well this is the thing I don't know when glory hole became glory hole. That's what I mean. Glory hole had a non-porn meaning before which yeah. they were using in Ghostwatch. Which I presume must mean some kind a of small like cupboard under the stairs or something. Foot, or a hiding place. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you know those monks that used to hide from the, yeah, the, something the like that. persecution. Maybe it's something like that. So when we were watching it with a full and then audience. one day a monk got his cock out and put it out the hole. And then they were that's ruined. the real glory. And then glory it was, be to God. Yeah. I fucking spunked in this young child's mouth. Nice <laughs> stuff. Well, they did. No, I know. <laughs> Catholic Church. No, we all know about the filth and depravity that the Catholic Church consistently Well, that's what I was trying to make up. a point, a political point. No, about good. The, that's, this the isn't Catholic the right Church. place for that. This isn't the right place for it. I was just innocently suggesting a monk giving up his hiding place. Who would he be? Who'd be sucking the monk's dick on the other side? It'd be a younger monk, wouldn't it? Yeah. A Probably monkette. an exploited monk. A monklet. <laughs> yeah, no, don't fucking the word. The monklet at the glory hole. <laughs> now, which sounds like a kind of thriller. Yeah, that's a good one. Paul. Anyway, Maureen Lippman plays oh, oh. the Magistry of the Dark Void, right? The Magistry of the Dark Void. And she represents it. And what they want to do is bring silence to the galaxy because noise offends them. And any culture that makes noise needs to be silenced and so the clanker man they in the future they've achieved that so the clanker man's coming back to make and find am, ambiatic uh, noise he has, has a dalliance does he there's going to be a hot love scene where maureen Lippman invites you to a green palace right oh it's all green it's like emerald you know it's like just giant. like in that the dangerous Davis yeah, I'm movie updating it for the future oh, sci-fi excellent and she and she's in this kind of weird chair which has like tentacles coming out the sides of it you know and as you walk towards her to make your thing you're trying to talk to her you want to politically talk this out without bloodshed right mm. clanker man wants to do this i the walk kind up of... i'm very serious then i glance down and the fucking camel toes fucking the camel toe mumbling is... at me <laughs> the mumble of the camel toe we'd have to use some kind of cg or prosthetics for her oh camel i've got the toe. prosthetic already i don't don't ask me why <laughs> don't right. ask me why i've oh, already got it oh well i'd be interested in borrowing that we could share it later <laughs> if you want. This is it's ridiculous. Got, it's got this two is, working orifices and three is... speeds. <laughs> Just splash a bit of green on it, oh, make it a cross. Splashy, splash, splash. Anyway, 
you go up to Maureen Lippman and it doesn't work. And her tentacles lift you up into the air and bring you towards her, right? Face to face. Mm. And she goes, you will fuck me, but you shall not make a sound. And then you have to have a completely silent sex scene that. with her. Where it's like... I can do that, um, man. Um, um, um. She goes, if you make one sound, I'll eat your heart out. So the whole She's scene like is Black like... Black Widow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a whole... A Doctor s- Octopus Black Widow sort of mix. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'm sitting on a floating cloud making copious notes <laughs> of everything you do. All right, well, and it's I'm... my and I, I judge if you keep silent. Now, what ends, right, the, the, the irony is, is it at the end, the ejaculate sound you make is the sound that brings the universe peace. Oh, so when you, you go, <laughs> like that at the end, and you fucking jettison your nuts into her. This is right. not an 18, I'm thinking now. There's like a sound wave that goes throughout the galaxy and brings peace and order. Well, Paul, um, I have my issues. I like where you're going with it. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we need to tone it down, perhaps behind closed doors. The have sex a think scene. about it. I've got a Maureen Whitman mask, if you want. Maureen Whitman? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> it's a knock- knockoff of Maureen Whitman. It's a copy character. It's, it's the copy character oh, of Maureen Whitman. Now, what's going on with that? Because there is gun turrets. Well, that's why now, we're recording in Harrow again, because we can't yeah. get into your place anymore. It's basically a champagne room. They've turned the house of mash and eggs into a champagne They've room. They've annexed the whole fucking podcast, like Russia in the it's Ukraine. That's why we're back in the Harrow estate again today. Back in Harrow. Now, I was sent a joke by my boomer parents. Good. And do you want to make this quick? This is already 10 minutes and it doesn't need to be. We have a- we've actually... We've reached peak peak intro. But I, I, uh, Paul, just to be clear to everyone, okay? This segment's losing energy, mate. You no, it's fine. Have I'm going to pull it round. I'm pulling it out. I'm pulling it round. Yeah, he's pulling it. Come round here. Right, come, right, right. come round here and pull it out. You've been doing that since like episode 100. Aren't what, you saying, fucking come tired? Here? Yeah. It's a, it, it's a phrase I use, okay, Paul? It's part of who I am, yeah? Anyway, your boomer joke parents. No, I'm not doing that. No, you got to now. You set it up. Otherwise, it. it's going to ruin the edit. I can't remember it. It's like. So why did you bring it up? Because I thought I could remember it. What's the punchline? Uh, you're a co-sucker. It yeah, was like great. Coburn. Don't Someone sits down and he's called Coburn, but he's a like, he's a hit. The actor Coburn. No, the, the the surname Coburn. Coburn. So there's a, some hick from out of town. He sits down, and the guy and he looks at some sherry and goes, "Oh, Cockburn sherry." Yeah. And. Um, the guy next to him goes, actually, sir, it's pronounced Coburn. And he goes, oh, thank you, co-sucker. Oh. I mean, I'm not going to say you completely ruined this segment, but you have. I totally have. have. Just, I'm going to pull this all round and tie a bow on it now, okay? Tie a bow on it? Tie a bow on it. Okay. If you like it, then you better tie a bow on it. Zinc. Is the substance that you take to make your cum rich and creamy. Not magnesium, as we espoused on the podcast magnesium i think is something that you do need in your diet as well i got vitamins multivitamins um and i've seen a difference to my junk spunk as well as a no, result you i have you fucking have i have do you sniff your own cum like a filth monster i have to usually because it's all over my face isn't it when i'm done shall i edit this bit out <laughs> please please do nah all right zinc makes you cum hard motorcade is what you drive along in if you're and, but not, not hard doesn't make it come out like bullets does it does it? No, it does. It doesn't it make it like... Does. It adds... What, what it, like that cornflower stuff, that when you're punching it's solid, but when it dribbles through your fingers, it's wet. It's not... No, it's not a semi-solid. It's spunk, mate. And yeah, it, it shoots come out. out. It doesn't it come shoots. out like icicles, though. It shoots out. It's it comes hard. hard. It's not hard. It's a hard though. flow. You're talking about, you're talking about the gush look, being imagine, hard. Look, imagine... It's Fuck a hard this gush. Podcast. Imagine this, right? Imagine God, I turn a hose podcast. on. A normal garden hose, yeah? 
This is almost 15 minutes. I mean, wrap this I, up. A, a normal garden hose. Yes. And I turn it on. I put it against your face. Oh, that's hard. Like that. But come. Right. right? So the cum itself hard. is not See, hard. It makes you come hard. Next. It doesn't make your cum hard. It makes you come hard. It makes your hard. You have a surge. Oh, mate. <laughs> the flow is hard. The flow is firm. Yeah. It's a, f- it's a firm flow. Next. Motorcades, what Joe Biden drove past me in. And third and foremost... Vaporwave is the recent genre genre of of music, music. which is not that recent. But there you go. Right, on the show today, we're talking about tea and we're doing records. See you after the sound effect. (laughs) Yay! It's tea time, Eli. Would you like a cup of tea? I always love a cup of tea, Paul. I like green tea, I like black tea, I like oolong tea, I like... Jasmine tea, recently I've been enjoying. I like iced tea. I love iced tea. Especially it's early work. (laughs) 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 Okay. Oh, it's really left me, uh, yeah, left me hanging. Why? Anyway. Tea parties they used to be, didn't they? Yeah. No one has tea parties anymore, do they? No, it was a 70s thing, wasn't it? You'd put all your tea in a bowl, and then you'd reach in and take a bag out, and then you'd make a cup of tea with that bag. That's not true. It is true. You look it up with your internet. Another type of party that is what did exist, but no one goes for now, bean feasts. Bean feast party? Yeah, we remember seeing that on a wall, didn't we? It was a ghost sign in Hampstead. Maybe for a bean feast party. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah." Flicking the bean feast. Hey, darling, want to come come to my bean feast party? Yeah. I'm a bean feast. Yeah, I've I've eaten I'm a bean beast. And I've had a lot of zinc. I'll feast on you. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine making a cup of tea with spunk. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's funny enough what this segment's about. No! Yeah. Oh, no. Which it's, I'm going to make three cups of teas, and one of them's got my drippings in. And you've no, got I mean all spunk. Like, there's no water. It's like a just cup just a of cup spunk, spunk with a cup of tea, tea back in. I mean, it'll spoil before you can fill the well, cup. Well, you'd have to warm it as well. You'd to have to keep it hit. just warm the whole time, no, wouldn't you? Keep staring it. Have it on one of those student um, yeah. ovens, you know, that you get in terrible accommodation. Just yeah. bubbling away the yeah. whole day. <laughs> oh, spunk's ready. <laughs> One lump or two. <laughs> oh, oh. We have fun on this uh, podcast, we do, don't we? Yeah. Spunk so, tea. Look, the reason do why you we... like tea, though, I do, Paul? I do. And the reason why we're talking about tea is because remember uh, months ago now, we did eggs because you said eggs is eggs. And they turned out to be eggs. Largely eggs. Yeah, the taste was, you know. You eggs taste like eggs, mate. Eggs all over the world. Eggs taste the same. It's a shame, but it's a true fact. Now, a lot of people still won't accept yeah. that when I talk to them about it, Paul. They won't accept that Living eggs denial. all taste the same. Egg deniers. And it's fine. For me, that's a benevolent falsehood because you're helping them. By buying more expensive eggs, you're helping the welfare of chickens. I guess, yeah. Fine. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. good. If that lie keeps a certain part of the industry in a better place, then yeah, fine. Absolutely. Okay. But what we're talking about with tea here is an absolute... Sacred cow, which we're going to deflower today. We're going to fucking... Now, you know what? I'm actually going to stop myself. I'm going to give myself the hand to stop that analogy from developing. But we all know where it's going, and I would have cut it out anyway. So it doesn't matter, does it? Doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, there is a thing about how tea is made, right? The the order of all business when it comes to making tea. And the overall agreed opinion is what, Eli? Tea bag in the cup. Tea bag in Boil, a cup. Water freshly boiled, but not... Just off the boil. Yes. So it stopped bubbling. Yeah. Then pour it onto the tea bag. Yeah. Leave it for about two minutes at the most. Two, I've heard three in some cases, I but I don't know. But you long. don't want to stew it because it gets all the, the yeah. greasy bits yeah, and tannins Yeah, we want to avoid that. Because it's horrible, stainy, nasty. Yeah. But 
up to two minutes, let's say. Yeah. Then you give it a stir, maybe, and a squeeze against the side. Just a little bit. Just a little squeeze. Yeah. Flip it in the bin. Milk, milk. In. So, and sugar if you take it. And then sometimes you get people who will go, nah, put your tea bag in with the milk. And just pour the hot and water, the hot water on, on. And then and people it. freak out, don't they? Now, there's a funny thing about tea, isn't there, in this country? It's one of these national emblems, isn't it? It's weird, though. Because when you think about it, Britain's actually more of a coffee country, historically. London coffee, had was, coffee. coffee was first, right? Well, I mean, like it had, it, for instance, even in the late 1800s, maybe in the 1700s, I don't know. No, it was 1700s it was introduced. There were coffee shops in all over London, like there are today. It was a huge craze when it first came over. Yeah, but you never really had as many tea shops to the same extent, because I think coffee shops were seen in the same way as, to some extent, opium dens. They were like hangouts. They were places where the artists went and blah, blah, yes, blah, blah. Yes, because... Blah. Uh, I mean, you have to imagine what the impact, it's very difficult to conceive of what the impact of caffeine would be like on a society that had never, had never experienced it. it. Yeah. How psychoactive it would be, how much of a rush, you but, know? It'd be but, like doing cocaine But or Eli, tea has the exact same quantity of caffeine it per does pound. Not. It does co- not. It, that, that's largely does true. Not. The, the difference is, is that you put a lot more coffee in your cup than you'll put tea in a tea bag. So okay. you won't have as much caffeine in a cup of tea as opposed to a coffee because the ratio is completely different. Yeah, of actual material. Yeah, mean. yeah, yeah. It, coffee's higher. Also, people think that espresso is really caffeinated and like, oh, I can't have an espresso because it's going give, to give, give me a jag. Yeah. But that's not true. It's not true. Filter coffee, cup of filter coffee, you have a lot more caffeine in than mm. an espresso would. But we're talking about Which is tea. why people have espressos like uh, on the continent, they'll have one after dinner. Anyway, we're going to just, just a short just espresso. This song. It's not a coffee conversation. That's but another day. Wh- another day. Can I just make one more point about how no. tea is... No. How... One more point. No, I'm your boss. No, can I just make one more point then? All right. Come on, you haven't raised the wages in 12 years like the rest of the fucking country. True, but so, also you haven't delivered content in the oh same way. Oh, God, I deliver content. I, let's not get into this again now, please. I'm bad I'm actor. A, I'm a fine actor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm brilliant. Make your I'm point. I'm a capable actor. Make your point and I'll dock your pay. £10 per point. Tea? £10 in my pocket. <laughs> Don't start this <laughs> shit. No, go on. You didn't pay me that £10 from the Quest still, anyway. I did. I'm not going to get into that. Right, okay. <laughs> Tea, right? Yeah, coffee was first, and coffee, funnily enough, was it was subversive, but also led to the development of the stock market. Okay. Did you know that? No. They all they that started insurance. We're not talking about London. coffee, though, are we today? Stop tea. making it about coffee. The tea is this symbol of Britain. We love it, but it's yeah. it's totally linked to the imperial era, India. Yeah, that's where it was we got more it of a thing that went China. out there and drank, isn't it? Yeah. In China. Yeah. So yeah. And then it oh, took over. Anyway, people in this country, Brits. They get really shirty about it, don't about they? Fuck off, it's tea. And people would just scoff at the idea of putting milk in tea full stop. Yeah, I mean, you China, I mean? where it's like a huge, even more of a culture ingrained in their oh, yeah, society. Yeah, yeah. It's huge there. They don't drink it. They don't put fucking cream in. Honey, little bit. You know what I mean? I imagine that. But come on now, come on now. Now, green tea, you know, is exactly the same plant. Yes. It's just dried to a different... Yes. And same with white tea as well. Yes. Um, but today... I'm going to move this on. Today, we're going to do an experiment where we're going to tackle that issue of how you prepare tea for the best. Because I honestly think, unless you see it getting made, you'd never know. I think maybe that, but maybe I'm going to prefer the, the, the heresy cup, which is where you put the milk and the tea bag in at the same time. Yeah. Yeah? And then the water. And then Because stir- people are like, never, never, never! But, mate, here's the thing. I'm going to add a third random the factor third option. Cup. Now, I think this might fall off. I might not be able to but tell. But it might be a good barometer of the other two. Yeah? 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 My yeah. theorem is I'm going to take... Our third a- test cup today. Yes, this is a complete 
edgelord angle on this. And by the way, everybody, we will be using exact measurements. Water, steeping time. We're going to come up with that in a second. But the third cup will be a cup with milk in, then hot water, and then add the tea bag, and then stew it for the same time. Stir I can hear, it, I can it. hear people screaming. I, I can hear windows being smashed around <laughs> the country right now. Honestly, people dogs like, being kicked, children being beaten. It's come up on those panel shows. I think Stephen Fry on, has, has commented about it and, on the QIs. And Daro, perhaps when Daro O'Brien was, Breen, I don't know, was on QI. He's been on QI a few oh, yeah, times, yeah, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I, I think so. it came up. And they were like, absolutely not. They well, were very, you know, although they're progressive probably politically, yeah. they were extreme dictators about how the proper way to prepare tea. That's when people's liberal values just fucking go out the window when it comes to I tea. Call them they dic- won't accept it. I call them dictators. <laughs> you were going to say that. <laughs> dictators. <laughs> Either one works, really, doesn't it? Dictators. Yeah. What happens if you, if you cross Hitler with a, a chick? Here we go. Dictator. Dictator. Well, you could say what you cross a penis with a, a fascist penis who oh, likes yeah. potatoes. No, it dictator. is. What happens if you cross? Mate, I don't care. A fascist, a penis, and a potato. Dictator. Dictator. Great. Dictator stuff. tot. Yeah, but we're not. Ah, doing... that's a good one. So we have three versions of tea, and I'll be doing a blind, not an. You literal... don't need to be blind because I'll just want to tell you how. I'm going to do it in the kitchen separate. I will be blind to which tea is which. Yes, I will bring you in three cups. You will take a sip of each and you'll say one is made with the tea bag in first. One is made with the tea and the milk in first. And one is just the hot water and the milk first, then the bag. So I will be trying to differentiate and tell you which is which as well as saying which I prefer. Yes. Now let's quickly come up with the parameters. Because we haven't got the measurements. We'll do that once we get to the kitchen and we'll report back. But the idea is we'll use the exact same amount of hot water in each mug. We'll use the exact same measurement of milk. Yes, important. and uh, we the will same s- brand of tea bag, obviously. What so we've got PG. Uh, we have Yorkshire Gold today. Oh, okay. That's... Now it's a good cup of tea. That's okay. a strong brew. Yeah. All right. And I'm thinking, how long do we let it steep for? One minute untouched, and then a stir, and then a squeeze. Minute and a half. One thirty, just in the bag on its own, no jostles. I think. Yeah. And then the squeeze, and then out after a minute and a half. I'm going. So wait there. I'm going to stir it. Let's talk about this. How many stirs clockwise? Ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, five. seven. Five. One. Two, three, four, five. Squeeze. That, I remove. think that's that's quite standard, isn't it? I'm just going to write this down. Five rotations. Yes, five rotations. Then a squeeze and then out. Squeeze out and then put serve. And then serve. And then serve. So what we're going to do now is we're going to go to the uh, the kitchen. Gannon's what about the second one? Granary. Well, but that doesn't matter because all that those three. That's the parameters that stay the same across all three. Oh, I see. Things. Yeah, right. But if you want to, I'll write it down where we'll have one, which is the milk and tea bags start. In no, the, just together. tea. Hot water, milk, and then two is tea, then milk, then hot water. No, the first one is you do the stirring and you take the tea bag out before you put the milk in. The milk is the very last thing. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying and milk. I'm telling you the order in which these things are going. Okay, fine. As long as you understand. And then third is it's milk and then hot water and then, and then the tea. You see what I'm saying? Yes. This is not what we're doing with them. This is just that's the order of yes. how we're introducing yeah. them to the cup. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're going to go both into the kitchen. We're going to both look at the parameters of how much holds a cup and all this stuff and come back to you. But then Eli's going to come back here and they're going to do the taste test. And we'll all right? do the taste test then. Let's begin. Let's head over to Gannon's Golden oh. Granary. What? I don't have a country noodle a kitchen, do we? Isn't a Golden granary? granary. Is a granary it's a, a loaf. Ki- oh, what's a granary another different is a loaf. type of kitchen name? Gantry. Gantry. Gannon's Gantry. Yeah, see? Gannon's Grub Gantry. Yay! We're going to Gannon's Grub Gantry. Sounds like a disease, though. <laughs>
Eli, the tea has been served. I can see there were three cups before me, Paul. We have. Just so everyone can, in their mind's eye, imagine what you're seeing. One is a glass cup with one tea in. One is a, what do you call that, a China-style design? blue China. A blue China design, and then a white cup with blue and white stripes. So that's one, two, three, right? Glass, China, stripes. Okay. Okay? Yeah. I've made them differently. One had the tea bag in first, then the water, and then the la- milk last. After you've taken the bag out. Yes. That, I think, is everyone's sort Yes, yes, yes. That's the holier than ho- holy. That's yeah. The second one was milk in, then tea bag, then hot water. It's a, snotty people look down on people who do that. Yeah. And then the last one was milk first, then hot water, then the bag in. That's crazy talk. And that's were, like an American who's never done made tea before or something. The tea bags were in the water for the exact same time, one minute, 30 seconds, I and then stirred fair. five rotations, squeezed, and instantly put into the tea receptacle bag. Again, I think that's fair. I now, have these answers written down here, so I can't now, do be you know, accused of lying. Do you know what I expect my reaction to be? Go on. Not being able to tell the difference. It'd be that, interesting. That'd be interesting. I think that's probably the most likely. Okay. It's all, they're all just as good as each other. Yeah. Which would still be quite upsetting. Yeah. For the sacred cow. But that's what we're here to do. We're here to slaughter the sacred cows. We're going to deflower it with the vet's gloves. We're going <laughs> to get the speculum. I really want to get into this sacred cow. Wide. Yeah. You want to climb inside the sacred cow. And get all up in its guts. All up there. Yeah, right. Good stuff. Having a scrummage. I don't know why I keep saying that. Because you're a one. fucking... Uh, no brain idiot. No, you know what? Here's an insult for you. You're my best friend. Oh, hi, Paul. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> now, right. So, but, you can pick any cup you want. To start with, can I just make one more comment? Yes. That would be surprising enough if they all tasted the same. But, but be- hey! No, that's surprising oh, enough. shut up. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> What would be really upsetting to everyone is if I preferred number three, you know, yes. the third method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I've put these cups out randomly. Uh, I know what's in the contents of each. Eli does not. So whatever he picks first is up to him. I'm not going to lead him on any of these. Uh, and as you said before, they look all the same in terms of texture and colour and... Very similar. Viscosity almost. I can't almost. really tell any difference, but you did measure the exact same amount Everything of milk, is exactly so. the same. And you saw me, you, we went through this together, didn't we? We actually said, I should mention this now, we said to put eight fluid ounces of hot water. Which is what we used. And two fluid ounces of milk in which each seemed, cup. Which seemed decent. I mean, they, these look like perfect yeah. cups of tea to me. The levels well are made. all slightly different, but that's because the mugs are different in shape. So that's Well why. made tea. Well, Can I just say, and I'm, I'm being honest. I've take, was, taken that, this seriously. Yes, it was good. So you're going to use a spoon, aren't you, for a measured slurp of each I'm cup? I'm going to have a slurp. All right. So, so go for the china first. So I'm going to write down this in order. So china. And I'm using a teaspoon here. A tablespoon. Sorry, a tablespoon. He's using a tablespoon. Uh, he's going to have a sup of the glass cup. I'm going to slurp it like they do, posh people do, when they taste stuff to yeah. aerate it. Yes. Oh, he's, he's gone right through the soup strainer with that tea. Now, there's no sugar in this as well. There's no sugar. This is just the tea, it's the nice hot water tea. milk. Yeah. Is it is it watery and hot, or is it nice and kind of textured? It's got a nice kind of mixture of the milk and the water. And yeah, the, I'd say it's a tannin. bit on the watery side. Okay. The tea flavour is nice and strong, and it's got that sort of, you know, that sort of fresh, yes, that fresh note that you don't mm. always get. I think that's because of the quality of the tea bag. He's having you know, a you know, second sup now. Do you know? Do you know that fresh? What I'm talking about? I know kind exactly of what you're talking fresh about. Fresh yeah. note. You don't always get Her- the herbal notes come to the front, that, which you look yeah. for, but you don't always get. You don't always get. No. But that's definitely there on this one. Sometimes there's too much tannin. You know, there's too much of that bronze mm. taste, if yes. that makes sense. Yeah, the, 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 yes, the, um, the sort of coiny taste. Yeah. Okay, so mm. 
No, you'd have to make I'd a decision. I'd say that maybe now. he's on the watery side. I'm not getting a lot of feel from the milk. I'd like a creamier finish. Uh, I'm looking for a creamier <laughs> Mate, finish. I will give you a creamy finish right after this recording tonight, <laughs> and it'll be more than two fluid ounces. <laughs> I fucking tell you that. Ten cc. I'm not in love. <laughs> <laughs> Big boys don't come. <laughs> Big boys don't cry. Milky That'll be coming tears. up again. Yeah, it will actually. Uh, full shadow. Full, full skin shadowing. <laughs> that's what I'm going to threaten to come it's in your a... face. When I threaten to come in your face, that's full skin shadowing. All right. Get back on track. We're right, trying to so do a scientific next cup, experiment here. Cup number two, what are you going to go with? I think I'm going to go with stripey. So blue and white stripe. I'm going to write I that down in my pad. I just have a little palate cleanser. Quite oh, nice. Here. Blue and white mug is little sip of water there, Paul. is little his second of... choice and he's cleared the palate now with a nice little bit of water little, little sip of water little filtered palate, water palate clean poured and filtered today I'm having a little palate cleanser yes right now I'm going to go for blue and white stripes stripies strip stripe stripey go in strip strip stripey bless my 90 it's blue swipe stripey <laughs> <laughs> this isn't bingo <laughs> uh, kind of right slurp number two What are your immediate feelings it's on It's duller. This? doesn't have that note we were talking about. Really? Mm. So in what respect duller then? Are you talking about if the, the tannin comes more to the front or is it it's, too watery? It's, or? it's just the flavour of the tea isn't as strong, isn't popping the way it was in that. Oh, one. I see. Okay, okay. That note that we talked about, almost herbal, that, that high that's note. That's lost. That's not as, not as prevalent there. And it's a bit more milky and watery. It's more milky. It's less watery. Okay. That's what I was going to say. That The, the, the flavour of the tea is, is muted. Okay. Compared to that one, and yeah, it looks the same, doesn't it? It's funny to the it eye. Exactly it, it, it wouldn't look any weaker. The, the no, no. The, the flavour of the tea is muted, especially that, like I say, that delicious sort of fresh note that you look for. Yeah, isn't as prevalent, or maybe isn't even in that. But well, have your second sup because you've done two for the first one. So have oh, another it one. It is creamier. The finish. There's more of a mouthfeel <laughs> coming through from the milk. <laughs> it, it tastes more milky. Mm. Yeah, definitely more. It's more of a sort of creamy taste. Mm. Fair enough. More of a milky taste. The tea hasn't the milk notes. So I would say you, that's probably. Well, wait till you've done mm. the third and final and then commit, then all right? Because you don't know I where you're going to go. I think that's the... I think... Because if you lock into a thought right now, right. it might ruin right, your next right. one. And I haven't been doing well on these, have I? You've been recently. doing appallingly. appallingly. Especially the Iron Brew. People so, look up to you. Uh, it was so shameful, the Iron Children Brew. Children look up to you. The, oh, Daddy Eli, <laughs> I look to you for all my culinary... Am I culinary. daddy now? I've been, you, all right, Uncle Eli. Thank you. Oh, Uncle Eli, what were you doing with my mummy on Christmas? <laughs> I was fucking up. Give her a creamy finish. <laughs> Maureen Lippmann. Maureen Lippmann. Give it oh. a creamy finish. Right. Can you, please? No? Please? Go on. Third cup, which is the glass cup the now. Glass cup now. Glass is oh, last. I haven't had my palate cleanser. Oh, have your palate cleanser. It's not fair. Not fair to the tea, Paul. No, it's not fair to the tea. But uh, one to the glass, and the glass is last. Stop, it's not bingo, you weirdo. I'm trying to make it Imagine like a game this show. was a bingo game. Tea tasting. Ah, tea total. That's what I'd call it. The quiz show, I'd call it Tea Total. You'd call it, it was a quiz show now. Yeah, called Tea Total. And you'd have funny little rhymes for each. Yeah, yeah. Uh, glass is last, last is glass. Yeah. <laughs> go to work and go to slurp. Uh, <laughs> it's half a tea, what tea is it? The time is it? Tea time. <laughs> Get out your cannon, you're drinking some tannin. Come for the audience. Hold your bits, it's PG tips. Okay, Paul, stop. Please, please stop. Okay. Serious. You're making me wetly, drinking me tetly. <laughs> I'm trying to get this spoon to my mouth. That's what she said. <laughs> Slurpy time. And this is the glass one. Mmm, mm, interesting. Initial uh, flavour notes on that, Mr. Silverman. Very similar to the striped one. Oh, really? Even more muted, the tea flavour. Fascinating. More cardboardy. Okay. Um, and it's got that creaminess that the first one I tasted lacked. But. Mmm. 
Maybe across the board we put too much milk in no, in the no, ratio, no, but either I think way. This is perfect. This is how I like my tea. Okay. All right. Now, I'll tell you, that's the worst. The glass one? The glass is the worst. Okay. It's got the least tea flavour. Which one's your favourite then? The, I presume the first one, the China The first one. one is my favourite. Can I put a tick on that to say it's your favourite? Yeah. All right, I'm just going to lock that in with a little star on me on me graph. The first one is my favourite. I like Stripe one as well, but this is just too the muted. The tea's too muted, the flavour. Really? Okay. It's cardboardy. Okay. It's the most cardboardy, and the milk's not really coming through. In terms of, like, creaminess, Blue yeah. Stripe is the best. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you see what I mean? In terms of sort of the... And that's the one you've ranked as your favourite. I put a if star you like, on that. If you like, Paul, the um, the amplitude. The mm, no, I understand amplitude is... is uh, the way that they go together and are supporting each here, other. Yeah. That's definitely the best on that one as well. Okay. The problem with the one, although it has the nicest, most delicious, fresh tea flavour, has a watery finish, as we okay. discussed. So that now, would be the, the amplitude's not as But here's the it. question. Which one do you think is made in the particular ways? Because we know your favourite is now. We know that you like the uh, China Blue the best. Great. No, no. Yeah, the China, the, the best, yeah. Yeah, that's the so one I put a star I would, next to. I would think... Yes. Paul? So what would you think is the China Blue process? I think Sounds that like is... a great thriller. I think, that's the, I think that's the classic. So you think that is... Hot water onto the bag, leave. So tea bag. Squeeze a bag, put the, you know, the traditional, the one that water, everyone... water and then milk. The, you know, the Stephen yeah. Fry approved yes. British yeah, yeah, yeah. standard this, method. You're saying the China Blue, your favourite one, is tea... Then hot water and then milk added last. That's what I, what I think. Yeah. Okay, now for the blue and white striped mug. What do you think the process is of that? Now, I think I believe that when you put the tea bag and the milk in at the same time and then the hot water on top, yes, you get a more creamy finish. You get a more milky sort of. Okay. The milk note is somehow stronger because it somehow inhibits the sort of brew of right. the bag to some extent. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's that one. So you think that one is tea bag, milk, and then hot water? Yes. All right, let me just which I like, down. and which I think you know people are very snotty about. But I think that's a perfectly good cup of tea. Which means, in you fact, it has a nicer sort of mouthfeel than my favourite. It's just that that my favourite has that proper tea flavour coming through. That, like I said, that high note. That okay, that, and then that, that means that the glass is the milk, then hot water. Yeah, and I think it does suffer. I think that is a bad one. Hot water because also you're and I then think, tea. I think the problem is you're losing temperature from the water. Of course. And so it's not brewing properly. It's not extracting Well, no, as much. in this case, I poured it all into the measurement jug at the same time, and then I passed them all out one after another. Yes, so I know, all... but you still, it's, it's cooling. But you, you don't know what and... order I put it in. Anyway, I, the point remains that I know what you're getting at. Yeah, the milk offsets the heat of the tea because it goes you're in. you're pouring, you're diluting right. it into cold milk, aren't you? So let me just get this straight. Your favourite one is the China Blue, and you say that is tea, hot water, then milk. Yes. Number two, you say, is tea, then milk in the cup, add the hot water. And then the glass one is milk, hot water, and then tea. Yep. Can I lock these in? Yeah, that's definitely the dullest. Then it's time the to reveal. Now, I didn't know what Eli was going to pick. I didn't lead him in any way to take any decisions. These are all his decisions, and I couldn't have foreseen his mm. opinions on these teas. So with that in mind, here are the answers. I, I'm so out on This I? is fascinating. So, your favourite. Do you want me to, do you want me to start with your favourite? Let's yeah. start with your favourite. Your, yeah. your favourite was the China Blue. China Blue. And you said that was tea, hot water and milk. I thought that was the sort of accepted best practice way. This one is milk, then tea, and then the hot water last. So this is the one where you put the milk in, then the tea bag on top of the milk, oh, and then the water. That was my favourite. That was your favourite. Wow. Which was the old style, right? Yeah. Okay. Which one do you want the answer to next then? 
we might as well do them in order. So striped. So I get them all wrong. No, no, no. Which one to do? Striped. Stripey, which was the second one I tasted, which I thought was... Blue and white stripes. Which I thought was... You said that was tea, then milk, then hot water, which was actually what the first cup yeah. was. Okay, so that was... Milk, then hot water, no. and then tea. Yeah, no. genuinely. Are you I'm not making this up. It's all written here, which means oh the glass God. one. The glass one is the tea bag, then the hot water, and then the milk added Are glass. Are you fucking joking? Mate, it's right there. I wrote it down. Oh, and I don't my want to God. It. The ultimate has happened. <laughs> we have destroyed. We have besmirched the sacred cow. We've taken the sacred cow and put it in a trebuchet and splattered it against the wall. Mate, of expected... we put that sacred cow in a headlock. Uh, put there the stocks. The stocks. And then we formed a lineup of he <laughs> heathens and we've got each heathen to fuck <laughs> that sacred cow. I am genuinely gobsmacked by that, Paul. But what? that is, they are the That's results. the worst one. I know. I, I wasn't lying. That was the worst and one. And look, we can't do it super scientifically, but to the best of my ability, Fuck. I did that to our agreed letter. Come get me, Stephen Fry and Dara Stephen Fry. You're wrong. What? People You're are wrong. just wrong. You're wrong, Dara and, and, and Listen, please, if you support Cheap Show through patronage, Thank you so much. And For just because we've us. discovered this about tea doesn't mean we're not the same people. Paul. No, please it don't look at us differently on the street. Please, we still cheap show, yeah? We're not here to uh, say anything about the facts other than the turnout that we described this on the day. This is just, I can't, I can't lie about... You what can't, experience, This is what you experienced. They were your feelings. I am so fucking... Drink I didn't them think... again with, with knowing that now. Have a proper slurp out of interest. So he's having a glass one, normal cup of tea. He's drinking the China one, which is his favourite. Which again, which is the milk tea and then the hot water. It just tastes better. It tastes um, weird. The so strange. The amplitude is better. Yeah, weird. It's sort of the the way the flavours sit in proportion to each other. Yeah, is more Work. pleasing to me. There you go. And it has that that note, like I say, that sort of tea note mm. that you really look. It's so weird. There you go. And this was like the fucking devil's one. The blue. Look, this is going to be a contentious issue now. Once this gets out, there's going to be news articles. There's going to be hot debates on forums. There's going to be Twitter polls. We're going to get cancelled. Cancel cheap show. That is literally the worst. Cancel it literally cheap is, though. And seriously, I put the tea in. The pags in the quarter. You did. I did the exact very same scientifically. Time, stirred it the exact same number of times. Squeezed it. Put it out. I did everything I could to keep the consistency of the of the stare and the pour I know. across them. So I haven't fudged the results because why would I? I wouldn't know what your reaction would be. I mean, to be honest, I am more of a coffee drinker, as you know, Paul. We both are, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, come the fucking excuses. What? Just admit it's thrown you for a loop. It totally has. I Stephen thought, Fry, I'd... if you're listening to this, come to the tea parlour. Come to the tea parlour and we'll do Come to it. our tea parlour. Let us make you Please tea Please be our on way. our podcast because it will probably give us he a lift. He would not want to be on that. He would not want to be here for this. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't need to be here for this. Paul, uh, this has been a fucking a day in history for well, us. Well, if you've been affected by the things you've heard today on today's podcast, there will be a helpline on our website. Please don't do anything rash. Please get help if you need to. Don't let this anger you. Don't let this anger you. This is not what we wanted today. This we just, just wanted a, a to result. run it. Through. This is just a result. Do you know what, Paul? We just I are thought, delivering the results. I thought I might prefer the one I did like yeah. the best. Yeah. But. What really surprised me is my second favourite was the ultimate nightmare. Yeah, I know, one, right? And that my least favourite was the legit, the most legit, yeah. accepted way. And now I'll Eli... I'll be making my tea differently from now on. Eli, from now on... The milk and the bag going at the same time, and I don't fucking care. Yeah. I've All done rules, a taste it's, test. It's anarchy. It's anarchy. We've broken milk down the, bag, the rules. Psh, We've destroyed this oh, country. what's he doing? Oh, do you want a cup of tea? Yes. Oh, right, then I'll make you one. Oh, look at what this. What are you doing? I'm putting the milk in, then I'm putting the bag in. You fucking monster. I have scientific... You fucking... It's going to be like a tea Brexit, isn't it? <laughs> tea is dead. Long live the tea. <laughs> <laughs> it's
It's Silverman's Platters, the platters that matter. Sponsored by Clyde McFatter. You're trying to do Justin, Justin Hawkins, Hawkins aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> you're, not, you're not quite as musically uh, adept. Sorry, Paul. Silverman's Platters. Does it really matter? A Silverman's Platters. He'll cover you in his splatter. What about... Hello. <laughs> Go on. Um, it's Silverman's Platters. The platters that matters. The patron saint is Clyde McFatter. Drop the bass. A boom, chicky pow. A boom, 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 boom. It's the part of the show that everybody knows to go to Joe and toe to toe with the records that we played today. I, I say, say flip, flop, flap here. I'm coming round here. A flip, flop, camera. Come round Chodney. Are you fucking <laughs> ruining everything? It is time for Silverman's Platters. I thought Paul. I'd give you a nice musical intro. That was, you know, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's a work in progress. Yeah, it's a work in progress. Yeah, Good game. Yeah, so, what have we got today on Silverman's Platters? And I think we've all, all kind of sported the first one a little bit already with our freestyle rap. Okay, this is a record I picked up in Ride on the Isle of Wight, Paul. Right. Ride. Right. Right. The Isle of what? Right. The Isle of Wight. Right. Ride in the Isle of Wight. Riding in the Isle of Wight, and that's right, ow, because it's midnight. Ride on time. Ride on time. <laughs> That's what you said last time, Ryan Don Time. Did I? Yeah. When? Episodes ago. How do you know? Because I remember some things, but I not said all. Ryan Don Time. Yeah. As in what? You, 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 <laughs> your crusty like tip. <laughs> yeah. Get a nice Ryan Don. Anyway, what's the first one? My charity shop around the corner for me has literally got ten a man stacked in the window. How do they get all those blokes to stand there for so long? And again, <sighs> my soul withers. Bill Withers. He's going to do the same joke. <laughs> it's going to be a lovely day, everyone. Now, tell you what, the mood's changed in the room because we went out for a break and then we got It's all dark. I know. It's all it's dark got, now. It's got sultry, hasn't it? It's got. So we're going to turn up the heat. Actually, this is quite apropos for the song we're going to talk about now. I guess it's a sexy song. This is kind of a song by Jocko, not Jacko. Jocko. Jocko. And it's called Rhythm Talk. And it sounds like. No, do you know what? We're not going to do that because I want to play a particular clip. Yes. And I ha we have to introduce that rather than just drop it in dry. Now, this is very early yeah. hip-hop. This is from 1979. And for people in their brains who want to get an idea of what we're talking about here, we're thinking of like, you know... Um, Rapper's Delight. Rapper's Delight. Which came out in the same year, I believe. 79. 79. Hip-hop was just about to start happening, really. To evolve. Yes, but... People who've, uh, who've researched hip-hop say that was it was almost around. The culture was there in New York, like the block parties and, yeah. the, and the graffiti, already in the early 70s. And right. That started. It crossed over around this time. But the version that people were doing on the streets, was that the same thing, the same type of music that was getting released, or was it a kind of... It wasn't being released. Rap wasn't being released on records no, but until when the they, early 80s. Yeah, but what I'm saying is when they did, was it still reflective of that type of music, or had it evolved already from that point? When we listen to Rapper's Delight, yes. is that the same kind of rap you would have heard three years earlier in New York on the streets? Or yes. had it, would, it, would it have been different? Yes, I because get the they impression had disco. That, that version of the song is more kind of, to some extent, a kind of more broadly appealing track that could get played on the radio station. The thing is, you had disco music that was around, boo, boo. around at the time. Yeah. 
by the 80s, they started using samples. So I think early hip-hop was you just took instrumental versions of disco stuff. Yeah. And you sort of chatted over, yeah. over the top. For example, Rapper's Delight is Sheik's Good Times. Yeah. Famously. Sound of Philadelphia, which is a big label out of Philadelphia. Yeah. Interestingly, not New York. Well, that's because they own all the disco stuff, though. Philly, yes, Philly was the yeah. the the disco city. Yeah, okay, well, there you go. The then. Philly sound is a is a particular type of disco. Yeah, and it's the the gamble and huff. I did sometimes, <laughs> and I shat my pants. Are the sort of people <laughs> behind the label songwriters behind the label? Okay, and they were huge. Can I'll, I just say from now on, whenever I shit my pants, I'm going to say that was a bit of a gamble and huff. <laughs> Don't man. It's disrespectful, but anyway, because <laughs> sometimes you know you go, it, is it Gamble wind? and Huff? Is yeah. it wind or is it solid? Huff is quite an amusing second name, isn't it? But yeah. anyway. <laughs> no, they were huge in the in the black music scene in America at the time, and owned the sound of Philadelphia. Okay, the biggest label out of Philadelphia, and that's why Jocko is rapping over this, which is what did you say the track was? He's which rapping is, over. Um, Ain't no stopping us now. Ain't which no is stopping what us. McFadden and. Uh, Gates McFadden. Gates McFadden. She's the actress from TNG. Anyway, which is probably the the best known of the Philly um, yeah, disco yeah, hits. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. huge. And it's good what, times. No, not good times. Ain't no stopping us now. Ain't no, no stopping us now. We're on the move. So, right. Which has that great bass line. So the thing about this song is Jocko's whole uh, statement of intent is to tell you how sexy he is. How good he is. No, on the second side, he does go well, into... We'll get into that, right? But let's just play the bit we want to play where to prove how much of a man he is. He, te- he describes a scene in the in the hospital when he was born and what happened. Yeah, and what happened is everyone looked at a baby's cock and went, <laughs> oh, he's a man, isn't he? <laughs> And listen, let's just listen to this clip now. Here we go. Big cock baby. Everything baby, everything baby looks so good on me. Take a look, take a look. Bad enough to be in the history books. But i done to the rubber dum dum. Check out where I'm coming from. When I was born, they took a look at me. They said, good God, you see what I see? Called all the nurses and the doctors too. They all agreed this can be true. Mama was shocked. Scream so loud he drew a crowd. My baby's a man, can you understand? My baby's a man, can you understand? The years went by and they showed it fine. I was grown before I knew it. I lined the girls up on the wall, tried to get to them all, but one of them said I blew it. She said, You're gonna take time and I've been in the line, so I can't even do it. Jocko, Jocko, you're the king. Best in the world when I do my thing. Break it down, shake it down, take it down, put it around, do it good in every time. Now do it. So that was apparently appropriate. Fucking hell, his dad's like, as a man, if I was, if I was real, and like the baby had a huge dick, the doctor would t- be taking them into a room and go, you're going to have problems. We've got with- problems with this baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, I know it's funny and it might be interesting if you're going to rap about it, but ultimately this baby... It's, <laughs> it's a just, medical problem. This, this, this human is cursed for the rest it, of well, its, its life. it's a medical problem that this baby has that they need so, to deal with. There's going to be a lot of difficulties in its life. has got elephantitis of the cock. There's going to be blood circulation issues. You know he may I mean? never get a full erection. You know? I mean... Look, we probably have to operate yes. in reality. But anyway, so what I like about this song is that for the first side, it's it's literally just it's swagger, isn't it? It's, it's, it's talking like, about how clean he is. He wears Gucci underwear and which is these are themes that are, are big in rap, aren't they? Always. There's always, always the braggadocio aspect. But the rapper's delight was more about the culture of rap. Or Hotel, the, Holiday yeah. Inn. There's like he's hanging out. There's a, there's a it's sense about the crew. community, isn't it? Yeah. And also, to be frank, rapper's delight is better. Like, it's a better rapper. He's a better rapper. But we were complaining that this song's nothing. It's just, you know, swagger. It's all bravado. And he uses a lot of nonsense words. But then, well, yeah, this is the first time I've ever heard this far back 
on record. Uh, the word, what was it, Poontang? He says Poontang all over the place. And this is what, 1979? And I didn't know Poontang went back that far. I reckon Poontang goes back to the, like centuries. Oh, like Vietnam maybe yeah, or something no. as well. Poontang is well old. Oh, I guess I haven't thought about it. It just doesn't seem, you don't expect it to pop up in a Rapper's Delight-esque song, do you? A lot of those words, slang words that people think of American 20th century actually go back to the 17th century in Britain. Oh, and it well, could be one, something we like that. We won't do the research on Poontang right now. We're oh, not. I'd like to do something. <laughs> well, you won't. So, um, Shut up. Come on. What I like, though, is the second half begins with almost social commentary. It feels like the whole... Because the whole A and B is basically one long song split up in half, right? Yes. Because it goes on almost like seven minutes in all, right? Which is funny as well, because it's just before sort of the 12-inch really comes to dominance, which yeah. you would have put it all on it's one just 12. part two. So... Yeah. Part of my brain is like, he sat down, he was, I'm going to write a song about issues and, and you know, cost of living. Because that's what that, this oh, chunk that's of the it, song, the cost of living he is talks what about he says, how it's yeah. harder to make money and you've got to work two or three jobs and this, that and the other, which is, you know, strangely prescient. But it feels like his producers went, yeah, yeah, yeah. But can you put some shit about you being a big hung daddy kind yeah, of yeah. guy? Only if you promise it's the A side. Yeah, we'll fit it onto the A side. And then... He puts the social the yeah. social realism he, stuff on the social mi- consciousness stuff. He puts a minute in. He doesn't know it's now a B-side, that part. And then the producer goes, can you just get back to talking about your dick? And he goes, oh, all, all right. right. And then it's like a hard... him, man. So well, He huh? literally goes from that cultural kind of... To how, good, how nice he is again. And, yeah. then, and, then he, and then weirdly, he just ends the song by saying, goodbye. I'm out. Not a lot of people say goodbye at the end of their songs. No. You know, it's that. Apparently, he was um, a... Um, Radio disc jockey, businessman, oh, okay. and a hip-hop music pioneer is what it says on Wikipedia. Pioneer just means like he's one of the first well, to kind of... Well, that is very early for yeah, a yeah, yeah. record. It's just not very good. No, but pioneer doesn't necessarily always mean good, yeah. does it? But we just wanted to play it. Yeah, and Questlove it... described him as unofficially the first MC, adapting a jazz style of scat singing in the late disco, uh, well, that late disco era. Because the... even in there like, is scat delight, on that. there's even that in that. It's like, hop, you don't stop the boogie yeah. to the bang, bang, boogie. You know, it's related, scat yeah. singing to, to rap, isn't it? Because you want it to fit, you want the, the, the thing to fit the rhythm. And don't sometimes you, you just don't have the words to do it. Yeah. You just do it as music. Elongate words and you truncate words and you break a word off. But quite disturbing, the thing about the big dick baby. Yeah, I don't know. I would have left, left that out. Maybe leave that bit out. Can you not? Maybe I don't know. Say maybe, may, maybe make it a PE when you're ten. I mean, it's like a joke, knows. isn't it? And also the other, but it's the other a joke. Tr- oh, we uh, we thought it was his penis, but it was an umbilical cord. Ha ha ha! Or it's something, that, isn't yeah. it meant to be something like shit? I don't like that? know. It's like saying, you know, he's ju- he's just taking the concept of being like a well hung, a lover lover man to its sort of logical conclusion, which is like when he was born, he had a huge cock, which is just which a is horrible like body vision. horror. It is. It's like body horror. Just think, like, just take a minute to think of the practical way he was born. Born, if that's true, and that's terrifying. If he came out first, well, they right. always do cesareans in America. Okay, well, they then even so, they're like they're pulling out what inches and inches of bait. <laughs> and you know what? It's like a clown with the hankies. It's just really bad. So Interesting this, in terms of early hip hop, but is and it it's like that, a novelty. It's almost verging almost on novelty. novelty. It? it almost which is funny because parody because hip hop did sort of come out of novelty in a way. Well, yeah, but then yeah, it's yeah. very serious music, obviously. Yeah. And, you know. It does feel almost parody to, to some extent. Maybe it is. Maybe we've misconstrued it, and maybe it's a. He parody. must have done it on the radio when he was a disc jockey. So anyway, there you go. Uh, to end this segment, platter or splatter? <sighs> I kind of have to say splatter. Yeah. Uh, let's it's take a, a quick. Sp- it's a. It's a splatter from us. Let's take a quick break and come back to our second track. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Ah, uh, oh, I shouldn't for... have laughed and did that dumb laugh. Why? Who did you nick that off? I didn't. It's just felt. Oh, I'm going to do a wacky DJ well, voice. Let's start again then. I'm going to start again. 
<laughs> Welcome that. to Jeep Show. See, it's funny now I do it a second time. It's not funny. It's f- you laughed. I saw I you laughed nervously. Laugh. I'm yeah. laughing nervously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're laughing nervously because you know in about half an hour's time you're getting a creamy finish. Oh, no. See, I'm call- I know I'm always calling this episode tea because part of our kind of beans, eggs, unofficial trilogy. One word, one word food title series. Yeah. Creamy finish is a, is a good, a good plan B. All right. right, next track, Mr. Silverman. Is Mr. Jaws by Dickie Goodman on Cash Records. And uh, it sounds like this. We are here on the beach where a giant shark has just eaten a girl swimmer. Well, Mr. Jaws, how was it? Ah, oh my! And what did she say when you grabbed her? Please, Mr. Please. I know sharks are stupid, but what did you think when you took that first bite? How sweet it is. Mr. Jaws, before you swim out to sea, have you anything else to say? With me now is the local sheriff. Sheriff Brody, the shark will be back for lunch. What do you intend to do? Just arriving is oceanographer Matt Hooper. Sir. If someone is attacked by a shark, what should they do? We're going aboard the fishing boat of Captain Quint. Captain, will you be able to catch this giant shark? Are we? Are we? Are we? Thank you, Captain. Captain? 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 Now, at this point, you've probably heard these kind of songs are plentiful in your this time in life. This is another example, Paul. Don't what... talk over me. Don't you fucking dare. Okay, I'm sorry I came in a bit me. soon there. Just say what you said. Do you want your creamy finish tonight? I don't ever want a creamy finish then with that you. Means I mean, you're getting one. If you want one, well, then I'm going to do. You Imprison me and come on my face. Is that what you <laughs> Lock the doors. <laughs> Lock the doors. He's in. No. No. I'm sorry I came in too fast on that. I forgot my point. You I know. were saying you've, you may have heard records like this before. Yes, but this guy is the, as far as we can understand, the progenitor of this type of music and this type of music quote unquote is break-in records they're called and Um, would you like to explain what a break-in record is the format is you have a sort of fake it's almost always a sort of reporter so it's a fake news report it does seem to be the trope I, I can't think of any record where it's not so you have a fake news reporter reporting on something and he interviews one or more other characters and when the character gives their answer I'm trying to be technical about this when the character gives their answer, a clip from a song, popular song, will break in. That's why it's called a break in. Yeah. Breaks in and it's humorous. So, for example. And it replies to the statement. It replies. Yeah. Yeah. Which was started way back in the 50s, is that That's right? That's what's crazy about this. This, this song, this track, is unusual because A, it was a hit in that it got to number one in the Billboard charts in the year it was released, uh, which had never been done before. Breaking has never got in that far. Dickie so had been doing this for a good 15 years beforehand, before it even got to crazy. the charts. And it's it's sort of like a subgenre of novelty record, very specific subgenre of novelty record. I mean, you just don't get stuff like this now. Break-ins, it's, no. it's on YouTube if, if, if it's anywhere. But there's hundreds of them. Like uh, we, we were looking at it, there's a guy called Vic Venus. He started with going to the moon, didn't he? There was all sorts of people there was going a, to there was aliens. A, so, as far this is the potted version. So, sometime in the fifties, he was a DJ. He came up with this thing, which was basically this, but it was all about a flying saucer, UFOs, right. blah blah blah. And it got some play on his radio station that he played it out on. And then he just started churning these out over the course of the next few years. And then he was basing most of these on either public figures 
or pop culture icons, right? And so obviously I can see why this is a hit because Jaws had just come out. Jaws was the biggest thing of all time ever. And so obviously this was primed to get some airplay. Yes, absolutely. Um, but there's also, and the 70s, we looked at uh, Discogs at where, where this genre sold the most or was yeah. made. And the 70s was the peak, wasn't it? The 70s was, yeah, it was there's all a lot over of, the place. There's a lot of breaking records that talk about Nixon, the White House, yeah. and social issues around the 70s, yeah. like strikes or, you know, um, cost of living stuff. There's a lot of lot of those kind of commentary. Just records. a few here. Brian McNaughton and the All News Orchestra with Right From The Shark's Mouth, which is, we heard this, and it's uncommonly close to the Mr. Jaws track. Maybe it's a cash-in on, it's like... Trying it's to, the same year. It's the same year, and it l- uses a lot of the same record clips to... to re- to reply, like Jive Talking by the... Question. Do you think this is one of those situations where it's like a song isn't replayed on all the radio stations across America at the same time? In the same region. So this was popular in some states, and so they made a version for the other state radios, and maybe that's where it could well be. It could well be. It's obviously just a cash-in trying to get... Because it didn't get into the charts at all, this one. But... I mean, I don't like any of these records very much, but that's worse than this, isn't it? That is... And there's even loads of ones just about Jaws. We're looking at this article now, and like there's loads of breaking and theme songs about Jaws. The only one it doesn't list is the Ted Rogers "Look Out for Mr. Shark." But that's not a breaking record. No, that's an episode from a whole other time. We no, we'd like do... a recording of that if anyone's got that because it's it disappeared off, off the internet, off YouTube. Yeah, yeah. So there's loads of art- artists. Yeah, you're right. We were... and also moving swiftly on, kind of. It's like the beginning of sampling, yes. isn't it? It's like it's almost where what uh, that rap track was doing, where it was taking the backing track of an already popular disco hit. This was sampling dialogue. It's interesting that we've selected these two because there is that connection. But they, they converge at some point in the, in, in what, the 80s? Late 70s, early 80s, where sample becomes musical motifs yes. or popular riffs or, again, samples of sounds yeah. and things. It's like they combine these two types of record. It becomes the, house the rapping music. goes over samples. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Like, yeah. And then that goes into house music and then that becomes all, all laser all that, dance yeah. stuff. Yeah. But interesting. That is interesting. And um there's I've got a Motown one. And Delegates. there was a British guy who was also often these were made by D- radio DJs, weren't they? Yes. Because they had the access to all the records, I guess, and they knew what was popular and they knew what records to use. Because nearly and all... they all fancy themselves as fucking comedians as well, don't they? Yeah, and you know it's also I mean? like it seemed like to be piss easy to farm these out. Yeah. It's just like let's have a conversation and like, what's popular? Let's drop it in right now. Yeah. We'll do one for you now. I'm gonna be the reporter. And Eli, it will oh, be no. all the songs. All right, here we go. Uh, let's think of what's the topic? What pop culture thing can we talk about? Uh, Lord of the Rings, that's popular. Marvel movies, what can we do? No, do... Um... Here I am at the, at the Avengers uh, thing and I'm speaking to Thor. Okay. Okay, how about that? Yeah. All right, okay, here we go. Hi, I'm Paul Gallen reporting for Cheap Show Radio and I'm here at the Avengers headquarters uh, where some of the Avengers are here right now. We're going to do a little interview with them now. Uh, Excuse me, Thor, what's it like in Asgard? Disco Inferno. Oh, that's that's interesting. (laughs) And what what is your special power? Thunder, lightning, the way you love me is frightening. I'm going to knock. On wood. Oh, <laughs> no, we need to cut it. I know. I, could, yeah, I just had to finish it in my head. I had to finish it. We just have uh, the thunder and lightning bit. Right, okay, good, next one. Oh, I say thank you, Mr. Thor. Oh, who's this? Oh, it's Iron Man. Iron Man. Um, where have you been to today? Highway to hell. Oh, it must be hot there. Um, do you have any advice for uh, any of your fans? Bend me, shape me, any way you like me. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, wait there. There's Black Widow. Black Widow. Oh, you look you look like you're tired. What have you been up to? 
It's been a hard day's night. Like one more. This is fucking fun as fuck. This. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, who's another one? Oh, Hulk. Oh, I, oh, I say, well, we haven't got much time, but we have one more interview we could squeeze in. Oh, Mr. Hulk, Mr. The, Mr. the Incredible Hulk. Oh, you're angry all the time. Why are you angry? I got ants in my pants and I need to dance. Oh, well, that's all we've got time for today. And uh, we'll see you next time on Cheap Show Radio. That was the worst. But it's just fucking as good as any of that. No, they, I mean, come on. It, it, was, it was as good as any of that. Now, there was a British guy who did it called... Horty oh, McBrewston. No, the, you... I Chris don't know. something. Chris Sticky and he did Renta, Renta, Renta Santa. He was all Santa-themed ones. Yeah, but I don't want to talk about that. I'll tell you why. We want to talk about the B-sides to these that's fucking it. things. Because that's that's that's, that, to me, is where things get proper juicy. Because the A-sides are what they are. They're all facsimiles of the same thing. Cut-ins, break-ins. They're amusing for one minute, then you move on. The B-sides, though, are weird concoctions. The B-sides... Just were complete filler, I think. Whereas they thought, we've got this. This is might sell because it's got the... Yeah. Let's just put something on the B-side. Often, on the B-side is an instrumental piece. Yeah. Muzak, almost. It's almost Muzak. But I've got that one which is streaking. Well, the one on the second side of Mr. Jaws is good, isn't it? Yeah. I'll play a bit of that. Yeah, play that now. It's called um, Irv's Theme. That's a lovely piece. It's got a real sort of taxi, music from Taxi, yeah. or music from uh, Hill Street Blues theme yeah, by Mike Post like sort of vibe. I like it. Really lovely sort of soulful kind of piano. You know but what I mean? The genres are all over the place. Like We found one called Everyone's on Strike, which is the B-side to Vic Venus, and it's a proper kind of hippie It's a sort rock. of psych rock, yeah. anti-strike song. Weird. Fucking great, though. And the it? other one I want to mention is that streaking one. Yes. Because, again, there was a song that was popular called The Streak, wasn't there? Yeah, so but this is was called Soul thing. Streak, the, the, the B-side, and it's this funky piano thing. You yeah. know that one. It's really lovely again. It's nice. So there's a whole sort of subgenre of the subgenre, which is breaking record instrumental B-sides. Yeah, lost Which I'm into, because I like them. It's funny. It's, it's almost so like, incidental, you know? It's so sort of... It's almost like library music. Yeah. Because like, I know some of it is out of copyright. And some of it is stolen, as we found out. Yeah, we out. found there was that one, which is that one, what? I can't remember. It was a political one now. about the Confederates, were they called, or something. Oh, the, the, well, the Funky Butt. And it had a tune called Funky Butt. And, and it was, like, uncredited, but it was actually done by Simon Wilkes or something. Yeah, the breaking record is called... Funky Butt. Convention oh, Conven- 72 by the the Delegates. Yeah. And it was um, a, one of those political ones, parodying uh, Kissinger, like Nixon, Nixon, and all that and, kind of stuff. Agnew, Spyro Agnew. But the the flip side is Funky Butt, another really nice bluesy, funky instrumental. Yeah. But 
on the Discogs page, it says it was stolen. I'll basically. put some uh, video links on our webpage for this episode so they can listen to those tracks in full. Because I think it'd be I better just, than stopping them all in here. We yeah. can just give links on the I webpage. I like it when they don't do the comedy thing and they just put some kind of nice incidental music on the flip, basically. So I'm going to say splatter or platter. I'm going to go with platter for that one. Well, it's the flip that does pushes it to platter It's for the me. whole package. Yeah. It makes each one like an Easter egg. It's like you kind of know what you get on the A, but what's on the B? Yeah. And, and what? How weird is it going to be on the A as well? Absolutely, absolutely. So they're charming. They're, they're a joy. They're, they're a almost joy. worth picking up if you see them. Yeah. Just for the bees. Yes. Sometimes. And they're not expensive at all. No. Because people 40, that aren't into them. Forty they're very ephemeral. Yeah. Yeah. And they are very much of the ephemeral of ephemeral music. Yes. Because you know. The se- it's something that they've to- slapped on the B-side that they ever got cheap or got someone just to some session guys to do. It's all that really... Um, but sometimes there's some magic there. You but know? Yet no one Spotify list is going to have your favourite Convention 72 by the delegates on it. You know what I mean? No one's going to re-listen to that and getting to the... Oh, I remember 1972. No. no. And breaking records, like you say, have totally disappeared. But we were like a decades long fad in novelty records. Built in they? the 50s and 60s. Massively shot up in the 70s. Petered out in the 80s. Gone by the 90s. Yeah. You know, gone. Chris Hill, I think the the guy is, the British guy. Context needed. (laughs) Right. So, uh, wonderful segment. Did you say that was a platter as well? Absolutely. In that case, let's wrap this fucking show up. Okay. Episode 300 is up on YouTube if you haven't seen it yet. It's fucking great. I'm really proud of episode 300. The podcast was fun, but the live show is always nice to rewatch. Anyway, just it's on YouTube if you want to watch it. Go give it a watch and tell everyone about it. Uh, What else? We have Patreon. Give what you can, but only if you can, because you know time is tight and so is money. So Thank um, you very much, patrons. Patreon.com forward slash cheap show. Depending on the tier you join at, you'll get access to a range of things from magazines but event makes uh, to special podcasts and special video episodes. Um, there's a Go video explore. up there with us making a crisp omelette. Yes. I did another one. Did you? Yeah, different uh, brand of black truffle crisps. And yeah. nah. I don't see what the big deal is Not with that. Not a big deal. Felt like someone. It's, it goes it's, soggy. The crisps go yeah. soggy. So what's it good about shit. that? It was fucking load of shit. What else? Website is where you want to go for everything. If you want to get links to Tony's merch, Spunk Rocks art. If you want to go to Events page to buy a physical copy of the Cheap Show magazine, and we always recommend you do because they're fucking great. You can go to thecheapshow.co.uk. Not only will you find all those links, but you'll find videos and pictures to accompany those episodes. It's a one-stop shop, and that's it. Patreon, yeah. Facebook, yeah, we're on that. Instagram, we're on well, that. Twitter, Twitter, at the Cheap Show Pod, at Paul Gannon Show, and Eli is Eli Snoid, spelt E L I S N O I D. And that's all we've got time for this week. We do hope you join us next week for more cheap fun and games. Okay, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's been a wonderful episode this week, Eli. I've nice. enjoyed it very much. We've we've been we've been absolutely desecrating holy cows. Ho- holy cows have been cut asunder. And filled with our massive creamy finish. Like the end of uh, Apocalypse Now when they hack that cow. Yeah, it's just like that. (laughs) In that I want to have a heart attack and punch a mirror. (laughs) Nice. Right, see you next week, everyone. (laughs) Bye, everybody. (laughs) 